Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. A whole bunch of people sent me a story because it involves a rental car company. Now, this happened in Canada, and it happened with Avis. So we're not talking about the typical usual suspects, as we like to say. But Avis billed a woman from North Vancouver, and they said that she had driven the vehicle 36,000 kilometers in three days. Now, that's mathematically impossible. And I know some people say, Steve, it's not mathematically impossible because, well, no, let's, we'll talk about this. And uh, it would defy physics and a bunch of other stuff. So uh, Brent Richter wrote this to the North Shore News, and several people sent it to me, including Sam, Jarrett, Derek, and Bruce. A North Vancouver woman nearly got taken for an expensive ride by her car rental company, which claimed she drove more than 36,000 kilometers in three days. And I'll do the math for you in a second. So hang on, hang on. She picked up a Yukon Denali from Avis at Toronto's Pearson International Airport. She drove it to Kitchener, where I've been, by the way, to help her daughter get moved back into university and returned the vehicle to Avis at the airport three days later. That'd be a round trip of about 170 kilometers, okay? Her work requires her to travel frequently, and she rents cars often, so she thought nothing of returning the vehicle to the airport handing over the keys and heading out. Now, it was only after she left and was waiting to board her flight that she saw the receipt indicating she'd driven 36,482 kilometers in 68 hours. And remember, the one thing that will be accurate, presumably, on the receipt, is the time she picked it up and the time she dropped it off. And she's saying that that is accurate, 68 hours. So to have driven... 36,482 kilometers is 22,668 miles. So they're saying that she drove 22,000 miles in 68 hours. Now, to do the math on that into the numbers that Americans understand, that would be an average speed, no dropping below or going above, just the average speed, with no stops, by the way, of 333 miles per hour for the entire 68 hours. Now, It's absurd. And she said, oh my gosh, it's pretty nuts. So the question is, how far is 36,000 kilometers? Brent Richter did some math for you and said that if she were to skip all washroom and fuel stops, she'd have to maintain a speed of 536 kilometers per hour or 148.8 meters per second to go the distance that the Avis bill claims she did. And like I said, in American math, it's 333 miles per hour. 333 miles per hour. Now, that would roughly be the top speed of the fastest drag racer, according to this man, and significantly more than what that vehicle is capable of. I went on the internet because you can find out really interesting things there. And I asked, what is the top speed of a Yukon Denali? Now, I understand that this may be plus or minus a little bit. If this is what the manufacturer says is possible, I'm not sure if they fudge on these or not, but the number I saw bandied about on the internet was 113 miles per hour. So the car, the vehicle, the SUV is capable of 113, but it would need to do 333 miles per hour. And here's the other thing. Keep in mind that you have to put gas in it from time to time because At that speed, it'll be drinking the gas, guzzling it, as we like to say. Now, the range of the Denali is 765 miles. Again, the internet said so, it must be true. So if you can drive 765 miles in a Denali before refueling, (laughs) and you drove 22,000 miles, 
you'd have to stop and do a refueling 29 times, which would slow the trip down even further. But but that's assuming that you have the optional tank and it had a couple of different gas tanks you could get, but the biggest tank that was available was a 39-gallon tank. That's what they said. Again, the internet. So if, if it's wrong, blame the internet. <laughs> you can blame them for everything. But even with no stops, you got to average 333 miles per hour. So... Again, Mr. Richter says that if this driver had skipped all stops, she'd have to maintain the speed of 536 kilometers per hour. And that's to travel the distance that Avis's bill says she did. And so given the bridges that are being built and so on, uh, he jokingly says she could have driven to visit family that she has in South Africa uh, and still have a few thousand kilometers to spare. That's how far they say she drove. And if she had decided to set out and drive around the circumference of the Earth, which we know is probably not possible, <laughs> she would have made it 91% of the way. Now, if she had been able to drive it up into space, she could have actually gotten into the orbit of things that are in geostationary orbit. But uh, obviously, this is a mistake. And the question is, if somebody, quote-unquote, fat-fingered it or, or hit a couple keys simultaneously, as they say, uh, and so I'm not quite sure what the actual distance was, uh, because even 3,000 kilometers is probably too high. But but she and her husband tried calling Avis at the airport location nonstop for 90 minutes. No one ever answered the phone, and they couldn't leave a voicemail. And so if you've ever been at a counter at a business that's busy, and the phone is just ringing and nobody's answering it, here you go. When she finally got through to a customer service agent, she explained the situation. And she says, they didn't really care. I asked them to be put through to a supervisor because sometimes that's what you need to do. And they hung up on me. <laughs> the supervisor is the dial tone. And I don't know if they do that purposely, but I just kept getting hung up on. For days after, there was nothing from Avis, not a peep. Now, she asked Visa to cancel the charge, but the process for the dispute could take 45 days. On Friday morning, she confirmed to North Shore News that the charges had gone through. She said it should have been flagged as soon as it went into the system that something was amiss because obviously it is an impossibility, but apparently nobody thought of doing that. After receiving a request for a comment on the story, Avis contacted the woman with an apology and a promise that she would have the extra charges refunded in three to five business days. So again, this is one of the rare examples where the intervention of a media outlet got a good result. And I think it probably would have gotten resolved either way by working through the credit card company or possibly by escalating it with Avis uh, herself. But it says, when it comes to car rentals in the future, this woman says she would advise anyone against using the express drop-off service. It's meant to be fast, but look at what happened. And I've mentioned before, I've rented uh, quite a few cars, quite often with Enterprise. I've had good luck with them. This is not a plug for them. It's just, I've had good luck with them. And um, when I drop off the cars at Enterprise, at most places, especially Detroit Metro Airport, uh, a person walks out and says, uh, is this the car? May I see the keys, please? And they stick their head in the, uh, in the, in the window, and they look at the mileage on the, on the dashboard. They punch it into a little thing that they're carrying around with them. They walk around the car to look for damage, and then they say, okay, here you go, and they hit print, 
and they kick out the receipt to you that shows that you returned the car, what the mileage was, what you've been charged, and that the car's okay. Now, it's possible that later on they could say, oh, we missed something on your car. But I've done that transaction, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 times, and never had a problem with it. So I don't know if it's just that Enterprise runs their operation better, but I also have rented with Enterprise before at a situation where they said, if you bring the car to the airport before a certain time, no one's here. So you just put the car in the parking space and put the keys in the Dropbox. And I had the same thought occur to me, what happens if something happens to that car sitting in that lot? I could get on my plane and some kid could walk to the lot and key the car. And next thing you know, they'd, they'd say, well, you know, you're the one who dropped it off. And obviously, and you hope there's security cameras, but I don't know for a fact that there were. But the good news here is that Avis stepped up and fixed this. And they fixed it after North Shore News got involved, Brent Richter doing God's work there. But the absurdity of it, and it is kind of fun to think about, that she was charged <laughs> with driving 36,000 kilometers or 22,000 miles in uh, 68 hours. 68 hours. And like I said, to do that nonstop would be 333 miles per hour. But you'd have those 29 uh, fuel stops for you know gas. And so simply, whatever the time that is, removing that from the equation, you'd have to be going faster than 333 miles per hour to get this done. And are there cars out there capable of traveling that fast? Well, yeah. For shorter periods of time, they couldn't do it for 22,000 miles straight. <laughs> so it's absurd but it is entertaining nonetheless, and it ended well. It ended well, so that's cool. So we can laugh now. Sam, Jarrett, Derek, and Bruce all sent it. Brent Richter wrote that for North Shore News. An Avis uh, rental car place billed a North Vancouver woman for driving the vehicle, allegedly, 22,000 miles in three days. Questions or comments? Put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. This is your life, and it's ending one minute at a time.